Welcome back to In the Hall. You are listening to the episode for Thursday, September 2nd, 2021. This is episode 62. Coming off another bad haircut. I don't know, man. I cannot find a barber in the state of Florida that can do what I need them to do. Okay? Don't message me going, oh, well, we haven't been to my boy shop. Hey, I don't need to go to your boy shop. All right? Unless he knows how to use scissors. Because everybody I'm going to is just like the places in Brooklyn. We don't use scissors, Poppy. Clippers only. And they're just... I went to this place called Flex. It was recommended to me. When I pulled up, I go, okay, Flex Barbershop. Let's see what's... Uh, let's see what this is about. And I told him a little bit off the side. And right back to looking like an aggressive lesbian. So we'll be wearing a hat for three weeks at least, minimum, until uh, this figures itself out. So, dude, people were asking for my autograph. I was going into a grocery store. This couple ran up to me. They're like, oh, can we get your autograph? I was like, oh, you guys have seen my comedy? They were like, oh, sorry, we thought you were the uh, starting forward for the women's Olympic soccer team. Oh, okay. Jeez, my hair that bad? Uh, <laughs> anyway, dude, did some stand-up this week. A lot of the new materials hitting, so that's good. Confidence booster. You know, we always just say that. Well, if nothing else is going well for you, at least, at least you got some good material. You know? Sometimes that's all you need to carry you through the next day. Sometimes that's what, get, that's what gets you through the night as a comedian. You just kind of lay in bed and go, well, at least that... At least that joke about whatever the fuck worked. Uh, dude, we are at 91,000 views on the podcast clips. So people are enjoying the shit out of the podcast in one minute increments and slowly trickling into listening to the full episode. So all the new listeners, man, again, welcome uh, everyone who's been here from the start. Leave a review if you haven't, uh, because, man, we are... I'll shout you out, dude, if you leave a review. I shouted out the three people that have left written reviews and the seven that put five stars on Apple. I haven't checked Spotify. I'm just mainly focused on the Apple thing. So, yeah, if you like what I do, man, leave a review. Keep hitting that thumbs up. Tell your friends, your coworkers, your grandma. She's not doing anything, dude. Tell, Put on my show while she's knitting a sweater or whatever she's doing. Uh, but anyway, man, yeah, let's get into the show. Was watching a documentary with Nancy the other night. I don't remember what it was called, but it was about the 1994 aerial school, they call it, uh, out in Zimbabwe, a UFO multiple UFOs, discs, landed in a field in the schoolyard and like 60 kids saw. And uh, some kids dipped. They were like, well, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And some other kids ran towards the craft and said that they were, they got like within a foot of the aliens. And the teacher didn't believe them. They all ran back traumatized up to the schoolhouse. They were like, yo, this is when this was ninety four, not even that long ago. A year after I was born. And they were like traumatized, bro. Just 
Like, some of them didn't have words. They weren't speaking. And the teacher just says, oh, well, they're just playing a silly game and sent them home for the weekend. And they're like, oh, well, when the kids come back Monday to school, everything will have worked itself out. And apparently some of the kids were coming back to class and they were just staring at the wall. They couldn't even, they couldn't even speak. They were just like, just shocked, like just stuck in shock. And the teacher's like, all right, well, something's going on. Cause all the kids were just freaking out and she couldn't control the class. So they had some of like, they had this one lady, God, I forget her name. She was like the top UFO researcher in Africa, which I didn't even know was a thing. She shows up to the school Uh, And then they got a guy from Harvard, which they killed later on, and everyone else working on this case. Uh, But this guy, John E. Mack, they named, like, a building after him. Uh, He he won, like, a bunch of awards, wrote a bunch of books. Like, a a credited academic guy, where once they they start going crazy, uh, as the, the mainstream would call it, he's just, like, one of those guys that was like, well, he can't be. He looked at all his... Look at all his credentials. You know, it's not just some, it's not just some guy in a trailer screaming about aliens. Okay, this is, <laughs> this is like an actual professor. You know, so they just they couldn't discredit him. It got a lot of attention. He ended up going miss. He got hit by a car in England because uh, they said that he was he didn't know the roads and he crossed the wrong street. Even though he's they said he's been there a bunch. So anyway, obvious hit job. Uh, so this guy, Johnny Mack, he, he was like a child psychologist. That was like his specialty. And uh, he shows up and he asked each kid, it was like 60 of them, uh, to draw a picture of what they saw in like separate separate rooms at separate times so these kids weren't like copying off of each other. And keep in mind, these were like Zimbabwe kids. In 94. So they were saying they didn't have access to like, they didn't watch Independence Day. They didn't have Jimmy Neutron. They didn't know what like aliens, UFOs. They had no idea. They're just playing in a school, playing, playing on the playground or whatever. Bunch of UFOs just come swarming in. Uh, Oh, and some of them said that they had telepathic communication with the aliens. And the aliens said... And, oh, they put, like, visions in the kid's head. And they were saying that the aliens were basically saying, like, hey, watch out for your all the technology you guys are making. You're going to destroy your own planet. And then they just flew off. And so the kids, do they start drawing what they saw. And, dude, it was, I would have been out. I would have been gone as a teacher if my whole class just started drawing Dude, they, some kids were, like, really good at art. They drew, like, E.T.-looking dude with, a, like, a perfect disc. They had the flames coming off the saucer, like, the turbo boosters or whatever. They had the trees. Like, they showed how many craft. I would have, dude, as soon as every kid just starts turning in his paperwork of, like, a UFO with a bunch of little aliens walking towards him, I would have been like, okay, guys, uh, it's been a fun fun school year i will see you never again uh i don't know man it was crazy because you can't it's not like these kids like pulled a prank like hey we're gonna all pretend we saw aliens 
and hey, you act traumatized. I mean, dude, these kids were sitting in class. The teacher was like, Billy, Billy, can you answer number three? Billy. And he was just staring through his eyebrows. Just completely stunned. They're like, all right, well, maybe we need to look into this more. Imagine being the kid that fakes sick on the alien day. He shows back up on Monday. He was like, ha-ha, fake sick Friday. I got three-day weekend. You guys all right? Why? <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? They're like, you weren't here for the aliens? I'd be like, fuck. I missed alien day? Damn it. Yeah. And now all the kids are making money off the the incident. They're like selling books and stuff. Some of them said they were tired of... They just deny it when someone's like, hey, did you see the aliens tonight? They're like, no. They just they don't even want to deal with it anymore because it's just... Imagine seeing that and then people just don't believe you. Like, the people that do get abducted, they probably do get abducted, but it's like, are you going to believe the guy? It's like, the thing picked me up with a tractor beam and it took me into the ship. And you're like, all right. All right, Jethro. Sounds like you got uh, the wrong batch of meth or whatever. You know, it's just... Because they never, they never like abduct someone in some like New York City writer. And they're like, oh, it, it picked me up with great force. And they're like wearing a suit. It's always just some guy that comes out of a, comes out of a field. <laughs> he has like a macaroni and cheese stain on his wife beater. And he's like, ah, the thing had a big head. And they're like, all right, whatever. Nothing to see here. Just a crazy guy. So. But yeah, dude, they basically told these kids like you need to chill out with the technology and the kids were like, "I right, we don't we we just we were playing soccer. We don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> but uh yeah, interesting. Look it up, dude. 1994 aerial school. Take a look at all the drawings. Some kids were lazy. They drew like a circle and like two stick figures and they're like the teachers like this is what you saw. They're like, "Yeah." Then some kids went into like great detail. And the, the kids that were better drawlers, artists, you should say, they were, that's when it, like, the more real it became. You're like, oh, their eyes did look like that. The kids were holding up, like, doing the binoculars with their hands going, like, their eyes were this big. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't know. You would have so many, I mean, I got questions now, you know, but. To actually witness something like that? I don't know. I feel like I would have... I don't know. It, it's easy to sit here and be like, oh, I would have I would asked the alien, like, how fast does that spaceship go? It's like, no, you wouldn't. You would have probably pissed yourself. <laughs> Wild, dude. Yeah, are we ready? Are we ready? Like, say, say... A general of the military gets on the news tomorrow and he goes, hey, we've been fighting extraterrestrials for years. Some of them are good. They walk among us. Like, are people really ready to hear that? I mean, I know there'll be some people that were like, I knew it the whole time. And they're like, lock and load. But then you'd have people just driving their car off a bridge because they just wouldn't know how to. It would shatter so many... Everyone lives in like their own little reality and that would just explode 
the minds of so many people. Even if you kind of already know, like every civilization has drawn like giant headed people, bird people in caves. And it's to a point where you're like, they're not all, they live far enough away that they can't all be drawn the same thing. They're not cheating off each other's test when they're not even in the same class. You know what I mean? So are we ready, dude? Like if an alien just came up to you and was like, Hey, I mean, shit, I don't know what I would do. I really don't. Especially if he's like speaking to you telepathically. I'd be asking him like, well, can, can we all do this? Because I'm tired of paying sprint. If I, if I could just unlock something in my brain and talk to somebody on the other coast with just my mind, can we, can we hook that up and save me, save me $110 a month? Wild stuff, dude. Yeah, look it up. 1994 Aerial School. Just take a look. Look at these sketches and these crayon drawings. Horrifying. Something about a kid drawing something scary in crayon is already, like, bad enough. But when they're drawing, like, ETs and saucers, you're like, okay. <laughs> anyway, what else we got in the news? CVS is trying to do therapy now. They're getting into the therapy game. So uh, I guess you can grab a tub of ice cream on your way out of your corner store therapy. Is this where it's going? You know, is therapy, I mean, therapy is everywhere now. It's online, in person, which is great. I mean, I think everyone should have access to mental health, therapy, whatever you got to do. But it's also showing where our society is. Of how much therapy is needed. Uh, I don't know. Dude. What if therapy becomes a service. That's like so widespread. That no matter what company. You have or what service you offer. That you you would actually be losing money. If you didn't offer it. You know it's like say CVS does it. And you're like oh. Uh, I'm headed to therapy. Someone's like where are you going CVS. They're like oh I used to go there but. Now I talk to Raj at the 7-Eleven. He seems like he really cares. You know, it's weird telling someone your problems in a freezer. Sitting on a case of Heineken, but if I buy a Slurpee, he listens. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, let me get a double with cheese, a medium fry, and a lemonade. Does that come with therapy? He'd be like, no, sir, therapy costs extra. It's going to be like, therapy is going to be like guac at Chipotle. Just... Whatever you want, a 10-piece nugget with a side of therapy. You're just sitting there crying while dipping fries in a sweet and sour sauce. I don't know, dude. It's just CVS. What's the solution? You know, I feel like everyone's too tied up and social media is a problem, bro. It really is. Uh, That, the news, people are just addicted to it. They love like, oh, what negative shit can I sink my teeth into today? But, yeah, dude, I downloaded TikTok, like, two days ago. I finally caved. Because it's just, it's, everyone's on there. So, it's like, I'm going to put the podcast on there. You know, the clips, some stand-up. Just another avenue to, to spread the, uh, spread what I'm doing. You know, and, uh, dude, I just, the video's on there. I mean, I go, I try and go as fast as I can to my profile and just upload something without looking at the the feed or whatever it's called. 
dude, I'm so happy I grew up in the early 90s because everything is just trash now. Like, that's what kids get to look at all day is just, like, trash videos. And they don't know any better because that's what... It's like the radio. You know, if the radio is playing these five songs, it's like, oh, I guess this is the... I guess this is what music is. You know, but now you have options, I guess. But people are just... I don't know. Just exposing yourself to garbage every day. And just, I don't know. I was just thinking, like, dude, I remember just running outside. Kids were on bikes. No one's on a bike anymore. They're just in a booth at Chili's on an iPad. You know, hopefully they brought headphones. Otherwise, you hear the do 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 or whatever Candy Crush game they're playing. Yeah, I don't know the solution, man. I'm just asking questions like where was the shift of like everyone just needs therapy now. Everybody. Mental health is like the biggest and I think it only came about because of everyone just constantly being on social media, constantly comparing themselves. Oh, do I have enough? Am I good enough? Cause your mind, your mind will play tricks on you, dude. It'll, uh, I feel like it's already kind of in a negative focus, especially if you grew up around negative people. It's hard to stay in that positive, that positive mind, state of mind, I should say. I don't know where I'm going. I'm just kind of rambling now, but. Yeah, I think I think everyone just needs to like slowly. I'm actually starting to like hipsters. I used to just fucking hate hipsters. Look at them with their old, their old shit, their old, you know, their old cars. They make coffee with their, their hand press, whatever. I'm better than you, coffee maker 2000. But now I'm like, dude, maybe, maybe hipsters are right. Maybe we should all go back to kind of the 60s and 70s. I mean, the, the the dressing was better. You know, like everyone was wearing suits. Women would wear dresses. You know, everyone looked more professional. Uh, yeah. I, I, I actually wouldn't mind seeing those stupid curled up mustaches every now and then if it meant we could kind of go back to just relaxing. As a society, everybody just kind of unplug and chill out. I don't want to go all hippie, but that hippie movement, like Woodstock, 60s, where everyone was just like, yeah, man, just kind of get high by a fire and just live in a van, man, and just wherever I want to go, dude, as long as, as long as I got gas money. And of course you had gas money. It was like 10 cents a gallon. So you could find that on the floor at a little festival or wherever wherever the guy was playing a banjo but yeah dude I don't know maybe there's got to be a balance right now I feel like it's just an overload of garbage and maybe everyone will pull back hopefully it's a fad where everyone's like oh I can't believe we used to be on our phones that much or maybe the phone just gets installed into your forearm either way we're going one or the other one or the other. Another article I saw, uh, 
hourly workers not returning to work, which we all know. If you go into any business now, they have like a help wanted sign or, uh, you know, urgently hiring. The Wawa is giving $500 for a signing bonus, a gas station slash restaurant. I don't want to call it a restaurant. I, f- I don't know. My thing on Wawa is like, hey, if you're in there, you're getting gas, you're in a hurry, you need to get a sandwich, cool. But the people that, like, plan on getting Wawa for dinner, like the, the Wawa commercial where someone rings the door with a mask on, and they're like, who ordered Wawa for dinner? And the family's like, yeah, Wawa. I'm like, oh, you guys are trash. Like, if you're planning on having Wawa for dinner, like, looking forward to it, to me, it's like a last-minute thing. You know, like, I love fast food, dude. I don't eat it every day. But if but if I'm like, shit, I got... I got 15 minutes or whatever. Like, I'll get a I'll get a small burger from somewhere just to hold you over to get some real nutrition. But anyway, what were we talking about? Yeah, Wawa's giving people like a a grand after 90 days of employment, and then it's like 13 an hour. But people just I don't think people care anymore. I feel like everyone's selling drugs. I'm confused at this point. At first, I was like, oh, everyone's on unemployment. You know, they're making. 800 to 1,000 a week. Some people were making more for a short amount of time than they were at their actual job previously. Uh, but yeah, now there's like no more unemployment and no one's going to work. I'm like, dude, is everyone just moving powder for the cartel? I don't know what. Apparently it's the gig economy. Like everyone's doing Uber, Lyft, uh, food delivery is huge. Everyone's doing like Instacart because they were saying that people no longer want to wait two weeks for their paycheck. They prefer the gig economy. Like I actually enjoyed doing Lyft and Uber uh, for like the first six months. Then I went went insane doing it. But for the first six months, you're like, oh, it's not bad. It's kind of cool, flexible, whatever. Uh, But you can cash out the same day. So it's like you make $180, you just hit cash out. And they put $180 right into your account. And I feel like the way the way everything is now, it's like people need their money on the spot. Like that's what was so good about waiting tables was like, hey, if you needed if you needed five hundred dollars by the weekend, like, hey, pick up a Saturday, pick up a Sunday brunch shift. Yeah, the people suck, but you're probably gonna make three hundred dollars in like four hours. And you could just cash out, take all that money with you. It was perfect for living in New York because you just always needed your... As soon as you left the house, you were going to have to spend $100. Easy. Sometimes just to get to the place. Especially if it was snowing. Uber was like 90 bucks. Subway's all jacked up. You know. The L train's delayed. You're like, oh, fuck. You know, so you had no choice. But yeah, the gig economy, I feel like it's taken everything away. But I don't know. It's like... Are stores just going to keep slowly shutting down? Like, I mean, everybody is hiring, but no one wants a job. And it's like the job there, it's like, okay, 13 an hour, that's great. It's like, do you do you know how much a one-bedroom apartment is? Like, dude, I'm paying 1700 right now for two bedrooms. And I'm in Florida. And everyone's like, oh, that's more than my mortgage. And it's like, yeah, probably that's the game. It's like you don't have a down payment or 
phenomenal credit or two years of employment at a certain thing, it's like, yeah, you're going to rent and you're going to have to probably pay more. So unless you have like eight roommates, you know, it's like, what's 13, what's 13 an hour? Honestly, at the end of the day, 13 times 40, it's like, yeah, you're going to cover rent and that's it. What are you going to eat? You know, you hope, you hope that the place you work at does give you free food or some kind of discount, but I don't know, man. I'm just thinking like, dude, people are, you got to figure something out, man. I don't know the solution. Is it like, you can't, this is the thing. It's like, everyone's like, oh, make the minimum wage 15 an hour, make it 20 an hour. Uh, It's like, okay, but the more, if one thing goes up, everything else goes up. That's the problem. How do you fix, how do you fix this? How do you, I feel like there, there does need to be a baseline. Like if everybody, if everybody had a a roof over their head and, and knew they were going to have money to eat, crime would come down exponentially. You know, homelessness would be, I mean, it's, that's a tough issue. But if you could clean that up, at least have like a place to to kind of put everybody and just kind of clean up the streets. I don't know. I feel like we're going to see some shit, dude, with with the way uh, the economy's going. And I don't want to get all political or whatever. It's not even about that. It's just like if every place is hiring. I mean, I remember when I moved back to Florida, like April 2020. I went to a restaurant in Key West, Florida, and like two of the servers were crying because they were like, "We're the only, we're the only servers here. You guys can't work us eighty hours a week each." She's like, "I haven't even showered," and I'm like, "Okay, well, just wash your hands before you bring me my fish and chips." But it was just kind of like a mess, and that's probably still going on at that restaurant. Like, every restaurant's like, we're hiring servers, busboy, manager, bar. Bro, you could probably get a job being a restaurant manager and a bartender. Like, well, who's the bartender? You're like, me. I'm the manager of the restaurant and I'm the bartender. And then make them pay you for, make them pay you the 13 an hour as a manager or as a bartender and then the the 60 grand as a manager. Just see if you could, see if you could double it up. Yeah, it's getting crazy, man. Um, yeah, it's about midnight here. It'll be 20 minutes in, 28 minutes. Who knows? Uh, dude, I pulled, I pulled, I was running some errands today. So I pulled into this parking spot, probably like a mile from my house. And there was a lizard hanging out on like the rear windshield in between like the trunk and the window. And then he just jumped off into the parking lot. I don't know. I was just like, dude, get back on the car because you just moved. Like if you're a lizard or like a bug and you get on a car and that thing just starts going, you're, you just left behind your entire lizard life wherever you came from. You know, I just thought it was funny. I was like, dude, you're never going to be. Like, that's the equivalent to, like, getting on a Greyhound bus and just going to the other side of the country and just never looking back. That's what this lizard did. Because he's he's not going to cross an intersection. 
I don't know. You just I'm like, well, you have a new life here in the strip mall. Oh, look, I don't know. I thought about that. I passed the, oh, was I, I passed an exotic animal hospital, an exotic animal hospital. And it wasn't even like on like some back road. It was on like a main road. Just in a suburban area with like a grocery store. It was next to a Panera Bread. And it was like a really nice facility. And I was just thinking like, well, the overhead here has to be like 10K a month for this corner, busy intersection location. And by the way, Panera Bread is trash. Can we admit that? Terrible. As far as like, if you want like a tea, they have plenty of good good teas to choose from in the fountain. You can mix them up. Hibiscus berry mixed with the green tea. You know, whatever you want. That's great. Good job, Panera Bread. But as far as like the sandwiches, dude, what the? You get back to the table, you sit down, you bite into it, and you're like, there's a half a piece of cheese and half a slice of ham. Like, they don't put any meat or cheese. They put no toppings. It's just literally in the name, Panera Bread. You're going to give me an entire loaf of bread, and then when I come back, I'll, I'll literally go back to the counter and be like, hey, there's one slice of turkey. And the guy's like, oh, this is this is Panera bread, not Panera turkey. Get the fuck out of my face. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's basically what they tell you. They're like, what do you want me to do? This is what we do here. They, they, they offer you like, oh, well, you could dip the bread in the soup. I go, I don't want soup. I want like a sandwich. I want something that's going to fill me up. They go, yeah, bread. That's what will fill you up. <laughs> yeah, so the rent for this place, I was just thinking like how many armadillo arms are you fixing a month to cover the overhead for this exotic pet hospital? What's the waiting room like? Are people just like there was no carport to like pull your exotic pet in. And I was like, how many people have exotic pets to where you're located right here on this intersection? Are people just signing in like, oh, yeah, I'm here with uh, Jake the Snake, you know, Peter the Python, you know, some guy sitting there with like a gator on a leash with the <laughs> with the mouth and a muzzle. Like, dude, they had a on the side of the building, it was like, we... Uh, we see tarantulas, lizards, pythons. I was like, oh my gosh, dude. I forgot how many people paid like thousands of dollars to have like a exotic spider. You know, what do you just take it in? Like, oh, my, my tarantula has a cough. And they're like, oh, let me see. And they put like a mini stethoscope up to its lungs. Like, how do you even, how do you fix a spider? You know, what, and when do you even say, oh, I'm, my spider is not decapitating mice the way it used to. It's not sucking its spinal fluid out. I don't know. It, it might be sick, Doc. Can you help me with my venomous tarantula that I imported from Australia? What the what the fuck is going on in that place? Some guy just walking an elephant through the like who? I don't know. Different different breed of people for sure. Just to have like snakes and lizards. Sometimes 
I get the, uh, what was it, like the dragon lizard? I don't know what it's called, but sometimes those are cool. If you have like a big enclosure, it looks like a mini desert. You just have like a big lizard in there chilling. I mean, I guess that's cool, but like, I don't know. Owning a tarantula and then one day you go and you you look, you, you try to show your friend, oh, it's my tarantula. And then it's not in there. You're just like, well, fuck. What are we going to do? Yeah, yeah, I think we'll leave it right there, man. Shout out to Trill Trees for continuing to support the show. Hit up at Trill Trees on Instagram. If you land in LAX or anywhere in Southern California, uh, they will point you to the right direction to find best cannabis. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to New Orleans. Anyone affected by that storm. Uh, shout out to Mike Kausi, man. Hope your family's good. And uh, Devin at HTM Sports. Go check that show out. HTM Undress. Uh, he was doing a podcast in the storm. Still posting videos. Uh, hope you got your power back, man. And uh, again, dude, reviews. If you like the show, leave a review. Click the five stars or type nice. Whatever. Just put something. Uh, if you like the show, man, keep sharing the clips. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to get these out Thursday. So... Much appreciated. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. You want, you want to smoke something? You've seen him perform all over LA. Give it up for Sean Madden, everybody. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. This show's not going to go well. <laughs>